BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Trending on the Big Party Morning Show on channel 94.1. The NFL playoff field is officially set. It was a uh, crazy weekend. Lots of football. The big upset was uh, Detroit, Detroit Lions kicking out the Packers. I know. Look at that. Everybody was, I mean, it's funny. I watched a lot of those uh, sideline guys, you know, so and so forth, uh, saying that, oh, bye-bye, Lions. This is a for sure bet. Take uh, the Packers. That sure changed pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, And remember, the um, Lions won, I think, maybe one game last year, and Hard Knocks picked them up, and they did that, followed them along. And, you know, it's that's generally how Hard Knocks works. They pick up the, the crappy teams. And look what's happened to them. They uh, oh, so it should be the Bears next year then. <laughs> it, it could be. <laughs> I love how Aaron Rodgers always comes across like a high school quarterback. Yeah, like he's like, what if I don't care? My girlfriend <laughs> in the parking lot. <sighs> like his hair is still wet. He's had, you know, he's got a party to go to. I don't know why he drives me nuts. It's that attitude of his. I it just he's not. Where did he get cocky? Who's that celebrity he dated that? Uh, sh- Woodley or whatever her name is, Shailene. Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley. Yeah. Ever since it's like he dated her, he became too cool for the room. I, I'm just, it just, he just drives me nuts. So well, I was Well, he finally sad. got the cool girl, you know? Like, I mean, so, and he landed her and they were going to get married. And then, yeah. you know, stuff Man. got weird. <laughs> That's like better than hormone treatment. New male medical. <laughs> Go date Shailene Woodley. Yes. And now you're wearing your high school letterman jacket. You're like, whatevs. <laughs> Man bun at all. All right. So this Saturday is when uh, the NFL wild card weekend kicks off. 49ers, Seahawks, Chargers, Jaguars. It's going to be like all over um, network television, whether it's Fox, NBC. Um, And then Monday night football is uh, Cowboys taking on the Bucks. So that'll be it. And then tonight is the college. Yeah, championship. This is a big one. See that uh, that Duggan kid out of Council Bluffs win a national championship. PCU, I know, versus Georgia. I don't know what to think on that one, but I think it's a two point. They're a two point underdog. Um, so yeah, come on. I kind of want TCU to win this. I mean, oh, that's local, we all do. right? It's a what we a feel good do. story. It's, it's David versus Goliath. Yeah. It's three versus the one. Duggan didn't even start the, as quarterback this beginning of the season. He wasn't even a starter. And now look at him. He was running for the Heisman and everything. So, yeah. TCU. Well, they're going to have... Um, Remember, he started the season as the backup quarterback. Yeah. It's amazing. The, the new coach came in and took the starter out and said, you're going to play backup to my guy that I'm bringing in. And then the starter got hurt in the first game and he went in. Yeah. And the kid never complained once and became the total leader of the team, mm-hmm. super stud hero. And we didn't pick him at Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> Think about how many missed opportunities we get. Maybe he didn't want to come. probably a cheap shot, right? I know. No, it's not. Pile on the pain. Uh, well, one thing that'll be interesting tonight uh, for the ESPN College Football Championship game, legendary composer John Williams came up with the new theme song. 
This is the guy that does like the Star Wars. Is it Jaws? Yeah, I mean, he is Uh, a movie composer. What is this? What did he do? Uh, I guess he's going to do the theme for the national championship game. It's titled Of Grit and Glory and will score a series of visuals that convey the feeling behind the night. Fear and anticipation, triumph and failure. I guess he composed it with a 96-piece orchestra last month and ESPN filmed the entire session. Oh, so that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, so it's going to be this new theme song that'll debut tonight. Um, oh, when, so we can't they, get a tease? They don't have a tease for us or anything yet? So. I, I d- didn't right. hear any of the... That'll uh, be good, though. I mean... Uh, um, Molly, you don't watch Welcome to Wrexham on, uh, on Hulu? No. Are you still? Did you watch it? Oh yeah, we watched. So it's the it. football team that that uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney, um bought. They just won on Saturday. They're starting to put their games on ESPN now. Okay, live they better. So they beat. They're going through this FA Cup. They beat this Coventry City on Saturday. They're four games in. All right, so they're that, beating big, huge teams. teams. All right, see that's what gets confusing for us because we're not giant soccer fans. It either am I? You no know, one, no one knows. Yeah, but. Because of Rexamon, I guess because the uh, the series, the TV show or whatever, is over right now, I feel like the naturally that the season is over. So I didn't realize their season was picked. I back remember up, it's ahead so, of yeah. time. It's like watching yeah. the Kardashians. Okay, yeah. This is but this is opposite. Where the Kardashians, we watch on TV stuff that's already happened. Mm-hmm. This you haven't seen yet. Okay, all right, good. So this is real time. But if anybody watches that soccer show, man, that's a it's fun to watch the games live when you know who all the characters are. Yep, absolutely. And the announcers are kind of annoying because they never <laughs> televise these games. Mm-hmm. And so every person they interview, they're like, say hello to your millions of fans around the world. They're saying, like, you're they're the most popular soccer team on earth right now. Could you imagine? They're and, they're no, and they're like, they were nobodies a year ago. Yeah, wow. That's nuts. You know, like so a minor it. league team becoming super famous. World I mean, famous. the king went and visited them. That's um, so Prince, crazy king, to me. King Charles and Camilla went to Wrexham and visited the the uh, facil- facility, and they had uh, Rob and Ryan there to give them a tour. <laughs> Your majesty. Uh-huh. Uh, this is not good news for uh, people who are in the diamond business. Apparently, it's becoming less and less of a necessity to uh, propose with a diamond. In a recent uh, survey, they said two and three would accept an engagement ring without one. Is that happening, though? I think you're seeing more alternatives. I've noticed more and more that people are going for different Different, like rubies and stuff like that. Yeah, they're going for, like, sapphires and things like that. Like, I've noticed that. I mean, there was definitely that trend, you know, when Princess Diana was engaged. She had that big, her engagement ring was a big sapphire surrounded by diamonds. And so you'll see that quite a bit. I have You're a couple saying regular friends. people are doing a sapphire over a diamond? You don't yeah. see that on social media. <laughs> oh, of course not, Jeff. <laughs> it's not the big old shiny diamond. I mean, yeah. diamonds are still probably the most mainstream. Friend. But people but, are saying more and more that it's like it's not it's not a diamond or nothing kind of you situation. Must, so you must be cocky when you're going in for the ask and you don't have a diamond. I know. Um, I don't know. It's like do you, you, you got to get married together. That expense becomes both of your expense for the most part, unless you've just paid for it outright. I don't know. Um is it is a ruby and stuff like that the same price point? It's not nearly as sapphires can be actually more expensive. Can it really? Yeah, depending on the sapphire. 
sapphire or emeralds, they actually can be really high price points depending on, you know, like what kind of grade of gem you're getting. We're so used to from, you know, our ages and, and, and stuff that it, it's going to be a... I mean, you would get a diamond, right, Jeff? You'd go, hey, get, yeah, get a diamond. I'd go yeah, to Jared. So. <laughs> Every kiss begins what with about, K. I thought, what about kissing begins with K? Yeah. Oh, I'm going straight to Jared. <laughs> oh, Jared, he's a good guy. Hey, you guys, like, yeah, I'm in man. love. I'm in love. What's the minimum amount that I have to pay you every month <laughs> to give a shiny rock to this girl? Oh, it's crazy. Just hit I up mean, the, uh, the the pawn shop. No, that's failed jewelry. You don't do that. No, then you just go and have it like saged or something. Fa- it's it a failed smudge. ring. You, know you gave you it to a girl and she said no. <laughs> you get the ring from the uh, from the pawn shop. Yeah. Then you take it over to a, another jewelry place and, and trade it in. Can you do that? Or pawn it, yeah. Pawn it off? You could just have it reset. I mean, no. what you would do is you would take it, you would have it blessed with holy water, maybe sage it. Not romantic. <laughs> Get all the bad juju out of it. No. And then you could go to another jeweler and be like, take this stone and let's put it in a different setting. But boy, did I get a deal. I mean, how many young couples uh. out there are so in love? They're, she's just waiting for him to take a knee and hand her a twig. <laughs> Yes, yes, forever, yes. A million times, yes. That's love. That is love. 90% of society is in the stands going, mistake. (laughs) This ain't going to (laughs) last. I mean, he couldn't buy you like some Black Hills gold ring or something. Some tendrils of grapes. Yeah. Um, uh, About two-thirds, though, are... More than that, three-fifths of people would like to be part of the ring-choosing process. Okay. So that's the one thing that's definitely becoming more and more... um, Well, where's the surprise at? What do you take? You take your uh, your girlfriend's best friend. See, then you're screwed. I mean, you might as well be married. Why don't you take one of her girlfriend's ring shopping? Well, she's already briefed her girlfriend. And so her girlfriend's coming in as... You know, as as basically yep. a dummy version of her. I all mean, right. because the girlfriend's all locked right. and loaded. She might as well like, work at Jared. Exactly. Like she's <laughs> like, you're like, hey, how about this? And you're like, she's like, nope. And that's because her friend has already told her exactly what ring she wants, and she's guiding you. Her girlfriend's okay. like, let's look over here. Let's go over to this side again. <laughs> I had a friend who was going to propose, and so he went to Jared or whoever, and just got any old ring. The guy's like, no, let's find it. He goes, no, I'll just take any old ring. Because he needed a ring to propose. And he goes, no, we'll be back. She's, you know, we're going to have, she's not going to like anything I pick out. So just give me a ring. I'll propose. We'll come back and we can just uh, switch up. Is that a normal thing? I, I, I Some like, people huh? do do that. I, again, I am walking, talking superstition. I would never. But you would buy a ring, a failed jewelry from the pawn shop. No, Molly would go to Borsheim's. No, I'm oh, going to Borsheim's all day long, every day. <laughs> That's where I got my husband's ring. Are you kidding me? Go to the best, baby. Go to the best. You drug me, Molly. No kiss for Kay. Exactly. And how happy was your bride? Was she happy or what? Never been happier. Never been happier. I think you have a side gig right there, Molly. I I I think you do. I think you do. All right, we're back. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. So, Lizzo starting the week off with a bang. Yes. 938-9400, that's in. Molly, maybe you have a side gig there. 
You know, maybe there's a side gig for you helping out guys picking out uh, wedding rings. It is my happy place. Yeah. I love, I love jewelry, and I love. And it, it do- and it doesn't necessarily have to be um, a diamond, because in the in the update there, what's trending? You'd said that uh, diamonds aren't the most popular thing these days with people. When it's it's engagement, getting yeah. different rocks, right? Sapphires, emeralds. Yeah, people are are on board with um, doing mixing it up a little bit. Yeah, because it's not about that that what's on that finger, right? It's it's really about you know the relationship and in, in, in you and uh, him or her as a whole. Listen to that. That's some deep ass. That stuff is you really just, if you could have paused for a minute without <laughs> patting yourself on the. You were still talking, and you were like, listen to the thing that I just said. I'm amazing. Your brain was like, that actually made sense. Yeah, finally. <laughs> There's two of me in here, man. Maybe even three. So, yeah. I remember that my gig. mom had, um, because my mom, my mom's um, wedding ring was uh, this band of, of diamonds, but it was like, they were like raised, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. And so... For like everyday stuff, she had a, a just a band, and the band had like a, a um a diamond bezeled into it, so it like wouldn't catch on things. And I remember always loving that, like always, always loving when she wore just the the band with with the little diamond in it. Um, okay, and that's something where it's like I don't know. Because it's you know once you're married and especially like I mean part of you like you've got mortgages and stuff like that like the last thing I am ever pushing for is like let's do something with my you know ring like uh, what like add to it or something like that or, or you know like some people will get like anniversary bands oh yeah you know like okay. that kind of thing you that's you're missing out on Jeff <laughs> um, one of the things I say that's the the advantage of a diamond is there's no rock that's as strong as a diamond. So okay. It is very be, strong. It's very symbolic. Nothing else is as durable as a diamond, so it's supposed to be reflective of your marriage bond. Oh, look at that. So if okay. you want to go hippie fluid. Mm-hmm. I like this. Keep talking, baby. Keep talking. One thing I did realize with the Sweet Wileen's uh, wedding ring mm-hmm. is that you need to go get it. People out there, guys, whatever, go and get it looked at it from time to time because those um, prongs can wear out or they can bend and then all of a sudden that diamond's laying on the street somewhere. You lose the rock. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't even oh, know that's... what would happen if that happened. That happened to my mom. Her Did first... she lose it? Oh, she gosh. lost her um, that was part of the reason why they got the band with the one because she, I remember and she sobbed. Oh yeah. I mean she was so like, because it was just she's so she was so sentimental too and mm-hmm. it was one of those things where it was like that was that was the diamond that I got engaged with, you know, because some people are like, aren't sentimental that way. And they're like, upgrade, where she was always kind of like, no, this was the one where, you know, when we were young and didn't have two nickels to rub together, this is what, you know, he yeah. came to me with. And I, and it always was something that she would never have, like, gone and gotten another one, except that she lost it, I remember, when she did. And, it and was that's like, the, uh, short, the short film I would like to see, the life cycle of your mom's diamond. Because what <laughs> happened to it after it fell out? Right. I wonder if it was like, I remember because you know, it lived was in the oh my street. God, Maybe a child found it, thought it was a toy. It's kind of like, like the where balloon. it went from the beginning. Yeah, it's like the red balloon. The red balloon. And I'll never forget that for, as a child, the red balloon. What happened to that loose diamond? I know. What life you, it had. Like where uh. it went or what happened to it. I, I, I've always wondered. I mean, I remember we were, we were out shopping 
And we, she came home and she was doing something and she just, I heard this howl and then went in and, and she realized, cause you know, you don't look at it all the time. You, you know, it gets, it's just yeah. a part of you and you spend so much time and you don't, and it's then there, there must've been something where she was taking it off to make dinner and, and saw that the diamond was gone. Thank God that women, the tradition isn't that women give men a diamond ring. I'd lose it. You guys all of us it. degenerate gamblers would pawn it every other weekend, <laughs> come in the garage and go, oh my God. And you're like, again, Jerry? What? And well, I saw the Browns lost. In your short... <laughs> when no, no, baby. Baby, again. In your short film, where would you think... How would you end the, the, the diamond? You think. I mean, I don't know. How, how would you end uh, it? I would you get think? found by a child and given some new life. Yeah, okay, I like not, the idea that it was it found. it still belongs to who... who it was given to. Like, I don't think it becomes untethered romantically. Okay, all right. Molly's mom. It always... Okay, all right. I like that. Or I would take it to a curse. To. A curse of some you, sort. You, yeah. you, you saw a horror film. All right, well... There's probably more Hollywood legs in your version. <laughs> It'll be he a little longer. immediately takes it to curse town. Yeah, the curse. It the kills curse whoever owns it until yeah. it's back on its original finger. Yeah, there yes. you go. Yes, finds its way. I just think yeah, that would be a good gig. I don't know if those people exist. But, yeah, Molly, you went with me to when I uh, was uh, trying to make that decision with Wileen. Not trying to make that decision, but, you know, the decision. Picking the ring is a decision in itself. Yeah, yeah. Think about I mean, it. You would sweaty moment that is. You need to go on those moments of tank tops and shorts <laughs> and a sweat rag. Molly's running interference. The ladies behind the counter are like jackals. <laughs> Just saliva well, dripping off their teeth. They're like, Molly's, he's got credit. Molly um, has been there so many times that they all know her, so they kind of left me to my... Yeah, she's working inside. <laughs> yeah, like, look, ladies, probably. I got this guy. Don't scare him. <laughs> All right, we got Molly's Minute coming up next. What's up, Molly? Oh, the fallout from Prince Harry's uh, memoir. And it doesn't even hit shelves yet, but more from all the interviews this weekend. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Molly's Minute, Prince Harry's everywhere. His book, by the way, comes out tomorrow officially, right? Yes. So um, he is seriously is on a media blitz here and in the UK, and it's just more and more family overshare about his relationship with his wife Megan and um, and and how his relationship with his dad and his brother completely deteriorated. You should go watch the 60 Minutes interview because it's him and Anderson Cooper and you get a little bit more sympathetic that yeah. it's, even though I think it annoys all of us Americans, you're like, okay, where well, it's coming from someplace. He's still really damaged about losing his mom. He is. So I think this is all about that. Yeah. This it is all that, like that childhood trauma kind of coming out. And every time he reveals something about that incident, he says, William feels the same way. Yeah. I know, about isn't that crazy? Royalty, about how what went down with his mom, the way his dad handled it, the way they were handled. William by the just British isn't press. exposing it. He always you know? says, William feels the same way, his older brother. Yeah, speaking for him. And I think that, that might be the difference that, that uh, Harry's speaking about it. You're not, these are the things that we don't speak of. And William can't, right? I mean, if, if he did, no, that would be no, bad. No, he can't. No. I mean, oh, and, and wow. that's the difference, is that, you know, I mean, you have a brother who is, you know, like he says in the title, spare. I, I mean, he's so far down on the succession timeline now. 
yeah. that it doesn't matter. He can say whatever he wants. It's not going to be like, you're going to be like king one assistant, day. You're like the assistant manager at a Walmart. <laughs> and you're like, I'll talk about the break room. I'll I, Listen, I'm not going to hold back. I did notice that if there's one thing that, that – uh, that uh it goes goes in the family is hair loss because you can see with the uh, sixty minutes with the way the the light was that hair he's got to start taking that down he's got to take it down Jeff it's like it, it doesn't have to oh go you think so it oh, doesn't have to go it. completely down but it's a little bushy yeah it, you could see scalp a little bit <laughs> and so I started matching him bald <laughs> well it's kind of crazy because I I'm bald I think by the that, way so it doesn't matter so I, I think that there's like a protocol. Oh, what do you mean a protocol? He can't like take a his hair, hair now? protocol. Like no, no, no. I mean Harry can. I mean Harry can do whatever he wants. But I think the reason his brother has the kind of hairstyle he has is that there's sort of like a royal hair protocol. The, the comb over is that you know what he has? Yeah, oh, like, it's like kind of like you have to, have to just like go bald. Like, like oh, you just have to like bald regularly. Or you're saying you have to get approval on haircuts? Like actors have to do that in theory. Some of yeah. them are under contract. It's like you can't just go cut your hair. Oh God, I guess I never. I makes sense. I guess okay. One of the wow. things that was noted, and I didn't even realize this, was um, like Kate Middleton has been wearing her hair down more now since uh, the Queen has passed, and apparently that was sort of like a court protocol, know, no. like about updos well, or like having your hair back and not having it just hang natural, like if you're going to have it long. Our protocol on the show is bald, Molly. So. Get on. I better it. start shaving. No, I'm still fighting. <laughs> I haven't given up. Still fighting. Let me see. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, no, your hair is not I'm like still mine. Living. Yeah, mine. Oh, dude, you're looking good. Yeah, see, mine. Eh. Mine just died uh, in back. <laughs> died in back. It's the worst way to go with baldness. Like, if well, you isn't look, that kind of like how Harry is? Uh, what's oh, that? Yeah. yeah, I have the same balding of the Brits. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like of, if of Harry and. Uh, but I'm more William than Harry. Really? But You're not that. When I got a root for Harry, is he's a he's a ginger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You forget a what ginger. a ginger he is. Oh yeah, he's fighting the good and fight. He to me is proof that that there's no cure for baldness because otherwise he that's would a guy it. that would right that could pay for it. Him and Will's. Yeah, he would he would find the cure. He could. I know when you see uh, like bald celebrities. Or balding celebrities or people that are doing it badly. Like, remember when John Travolta had, like, the spray-on mm-hmm. hair and stuff? That really is proof that there is no There's no cure. cure. Because those are the people that would I mean, absolutely 150%. I don't have. even remember the last time. Uh, see, I've you know, my hair has been like this for some time. But someone to, you know, like, play with my hair or rub their fingers through my hair. Yeah. McConaughey's fascinating. Yeah. You follow his tale. What is, he is was a tale? guy that, if you look at movies, he was kind of balding. Okay. And nobody gets how it came back. And he does have an explanation for it. He talks about it in books, and it sounds a little magical. Ooh. What What is it? What kind of magic voodoo did he do to his scalp? Um, you have literally did some kind of magic voodoo, like shaved his head and did a deal where he said he massaged it every day and blah, blah, oh. blah. I guess there's something to it. And claims it came back on its own, but he, fight, he fights against the rumors of the people that said he's had that surgery. Yeah, the, the, the plugs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't he said there's some company that claimed that they did the plugs for him, and he, I think, like he almost sued him. Okay, like hair, wow. hair club for men or some something of that level. Uses right his pictures and their montage. Oh, really? You're like, no, oh natural. <laughs> he probably just talked uh, it back. You know what I mean? Him well, in that smooth voice. Bald is beautiful, regardless. All right, uh, what's trending is coming up next? What's up, Molly? Beer is getting more expensive. If you feel the pinch at the store, 
It's because it's real. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Weekdays from 5 to 10. It's the Big Party Morning Show. Only on Channel 94.1.